this is Jerry DiPiano, your co-host of Love Mia Vita podcast, and I am here with Dr. Deborah Saltman, our medical director, and today, Love Mia Vita um, podcast will focus on something that has emerged as the newest way to clean your vulva, the outside of your vagina, and your perineal area. It's the portable bidet. Deb, you've done some pretty uh, interesting research on bidets. And I, I, I'd love to have you share with us a little bit about the history here because it's kind of interesting to understand why bidets just now. Yeah, Jerry, hi everyone. Um, it's great to talk about portable bidets because they're a great invention. I don't know. Originally, bidets have been around for centuries in Europe, uh, but not a portable one. And so the portable one is exciting. The original bidet was kind of like you had a second kind of bowl in your bathroom and you straddled yourself across it. And that's why they were called bidets, because in French, that means pony. So you were like straddling yourself over a saddle or a pony uh, uh, and you could wash the perineal area down. And that's very popular in Europe but it requires a whole lot of plumbing and a whole new system. And frankly, when the American soldiers went over there, you know, kind of First World War and the Second World War, the place they found mostly for bidets was in whorehouses where women need to clean themselves be between services. And that got a bad connotation for the kind of fixed bidet that it was all about vaginas were dirty and they needed cleaning and women had to douche and all those kind of ideas, which we now know are not right. But what we lost in the process was the wonderful notion of how we could clean our perineum as women, clean the front part, clean around our vulva, clean around our urethra, which is very short, clean around the vagina without having to rub harsh toilet papers, paper, wipes, all those other terrible things which cause more trouble than they were. So we, we noticed that there was... Um, during the pandemic, right? We were all worried about toilet tissue and the shortage of the potential shortage of toilet tissue and uh, supply chain issues and so forth. And we saw really just a significant number of portable bidets being introduced in the United States. And many of us who would never have thought about a bidet starting to use them because we figured out that number one, uh, there was an opportunity to do a better job of cleansing Number two, there is a pretty important environmental component to this. I think I read that 270,000 trees are destroyed worldwide in the production of toilet paper. And, and that, is a, that was a pretty compelling number for me. So to, to me, there's you know, an important argument to be made for not creating more environmental waste by the way, we know that toilet paper isn't the only offender. Think about all those wipes that are used. So, I mean, why should we be thinking more about not, you know, not using toilet paper, not using wipes? In addition to the very important environmental concern, there's a, there's a hygienic issue and a safety issue here. Yeah, it's really interesting about um, the eco friendliness of using a portable bidet. The beauty of the portable bidet is you can do most of the cleaning without most of the paper, uh, the toilet paper that is. But, you know, let's just have a 
brief aside about toilet paper because it's fascinated me for some time. COVID's made it even more fascinating. Um, firstly, there's so many different types of toilet paper and there isn't one good sort of toilet paper. I know everyone's got their favourite and how they put the roll in the toilet and, and you know how they like it. Is it quilted? Is it bleached? Is it not bleached? Is it recycled? But they've all got problems. You know, if it's, if it's too soft and gentle, it forms little balls that hide in the cracks around the vulva and the vagina, and they can be more irritant because the bleaches in the, in the white ones are irritant. If they're recycled, they're as hard and they're scratchy. It's like putting a, a scrubbing brush around your gentle areas. So toilet paper's not the best answer. And as you've said, Jerry, wipes are even worse, not, not just for the environment, but also because they're impregnated often with nice smells because some old fashioned notion that our vaginas and vulvas don't smell nice. Well, I have to say they must smell pretty all right for most of us to be actively sexual beings. So that's pretty fair enough comment, but there's the smells that come with wipes and things like that, that, that can, they're, they're, they're toxic to our precious areas. So I never would have thought that we would have a conversation about toilet papers, but it, and and the components of wipes that we use in our around our vagina and perineal area. But you know, with all um, sort of uh, kidding aside, because this really is a serious topic, it really is an important topic, particularly for women, and particularly for women who experience maybe experiencing some dryness or some itching or some burning because it just exacerbates that problem. So when we think about this, it really isn't, it isn't funny and it shouldn't be, you shouldn't make light of this. It really is a pretty um, compelling argument to be made for trying to find alternative ways to clean, right? And then uh, we think about when we clean, we moisturize. So there's a whole regimen of care here that is really key when we use a bidet or, or anything that we use to cleanse the perineal area, again, without soap, without harsh chemicals. That's, you know, heavy emphasis on those two items. Yeah, Jerry, it, you know, it's a lot of cultures, it's intrinsic in the culture to have perineal washing every time you go to the bathroom. Lots of cultures, lots of religions have that in place. So there's, there's a lot of support for that kind of, that kind of concept. I mean, it's embarrassing like it is when we started talking about vaginal moisturisers and vulval moisturisers. You know, when we started talking about those and, and lubricants, it was embarrassing when women were embarrassed to talk with us about it. And then it became a part of life and even something to share with partners. So it's, it's pretty important now that we move the thinking along to saying, you don't want to rub anything too hard. You want to use a little bit of moisturizer, like we've only got a little bit. And in between, you want to clean with the portable bidet that, you know, it says portable, but the, the point about portable is it's portable in the home too, because most households don't have any other sort of bidet, uh, nor do they need them. So having a portable one that you can fill up with some nice warmish water, testing it on the back of your hand, like mums do with their baby's bottle, and then gently spraying it from front to back to actually remove you know one of the things that we don't remove a lot of is urine and urine's pretty harsh it's very acidic and it can burn you know sometimes if you're a bit raw down there and you know the urine doesn't come out directly straight into the bowl it, it touches the side of your labia it, it can burn and so you know being able to wash that away is much better than to try to dry it into the skin and, and let that burning sensation continue so yeah it's a it's a, it's a serious topic and it's got some humor in it 
And as women, we have a lot of serious topics that have a bit of humor both ways. So I'm pleased we can do both some education for our listeners and also some advice about the bidet. But one of the things that's really important about a bidet is its use for women. Because women, we have a urethra, a vagina. We've got two orifices that enter down into our perineal region that both are suspect of getting, of getting infections or getting sore. And so it's good to have just a clean water wash down there, a gentle one. And of course, it can be done with any kind of water because most water is okay and preferably not with perfumed or sterile water because of what other ingredients are in there. So when we think about so there are a number of bidets that are on the market, and there are probably some key characteristics of bidets that we would like our listeners to be paying attention to because we want them to find something that they will be able to use every single day that is easy to use, but it's relatively safe to use. So let's talk about a couple of those key characteristics for our listeners. Sure. Uh, well, basically, there are kind of in the portable range, there's the ones that are, have electric and non-electric and the non-electric are kind of the perineal bottles that you get after you have had a baby it's a peri-wash and it's just very rudimentary it's a bottle that you squeeze and a lot of women say they've difficulty in aiming it and getting the volume right for the projection so you know it's it's a tricky thing you've got to sit yourself and then you've got to squeeze the bottle which is pretty tricky so I think probably the battery model battery models are probably a, a better example because then it's just one push of the battery to to get the water going so you don't have to keep on pushing and so you can play around with the nozzle to aim it in the right direction always of course going from front to back so that's one of the great things about having an electric one you just push the nozzle make sure the spray is not too hard because there are grades of spray you can do and then aiming it at from the front from where the urethra is, where the clitoris is, round to the vulva and around to the entrance of the vagina. And, you know, spray a bit, shake it off. If you are really worried, I mean, it's all clean water there, so it's not going to stain anything. So if you're really worried, you can very gently pat dry with something, uh, uh, you know, preferably uh, toilet paper that doesn't disintegrate or doesn't scratch if you need it. And then you're right to go and then you've done the toilet. So you want to make sure that the angled spray design is is one that will work for you so that you can actually clean the around the vulva and the outside of the vagina and the perineal area because not all bottles are are designed the same way and if they're not designed properly obviously you're going to miss no pun intended you will miss that mark so you want to make sure that you're getting the right area cleansed so that's that's very important I like the idea of something that is battery operated or that can be recharged. And all, and all of us that use electric toothbrushes, this is not a big deal. So you can also plug it in, charge it overnight, and it can be ready for you the next morning, depending upon the frequency of use. So if you're working from home, the opportunity to use that multiple times during the day uh, makes that very easy. But the portable design, if you're using a portable bidet and you happen to work outside the home, uh, you want something that you can store in your, in your briefcase or your tote or something along those lines. So I find that to be really attractive uh, when I have looked at a variety of different bidets. Is it discreet? Can I stick it in my briefcase? Can I put it in my purse? I mean, I carry a purse that looks like a briefcase, um, so I could probably put almost any size in there, but something that's more compact. So when we look for volume, 
you want to consider volume if you're interested in taking that with you on the road, so to speak. And of course, we, we haven't talked about the other time when it's very useful as well, is when you've got very heavy periods and you've leaked and you've bled all down there. Toilet paper doesn't do the job. It can't remove that excess blood and all the, uh, all the mucus that's coming out. So the bidet is, the portable one's very good for those times when you just have had a flood and you go to the toilet and, you know, it's a mess. It's a mess down there. And we've all been in the situation where we've had a mess down there and we wished we could go to have a shower. And this is another good use for it. So it's not only when the tissues are kind of sensitive, but it's also for those times in our lives when our periods are changeable and uh, heavy. And it's a good kind of useful tool to have then so you're not always worried. So it's got a lot of different uses. And uh, the other thing that you mentioned is at the home, like lots of us now um, are working from home bits and pieces of time as we're gradually getting back to work in the office or if we've changed our lifestyle to work at, work at home. You know, we sit around all day. Most of us probably sit around in, in joggers or tracksuits or anything like that, which sit around and, and we don't think about it. So we, our perineums don't air a lot. We get them closed up and we sit there on our computer for hours. And if we get up and we go back, we're still sitting there, usually in not a natural fibre. So there's not a lot of air and freedom there. So it's a good idea to say, okay, I'm going to give a little squirt when I'm just having a toilet break, a little clean, make yourself feel fresh again. That's kind of helpful too for women who are at home between, uh, between work environments, a little break. Well, you brought, it also gives you the opportunity to practice. So let's face it, there's nothing more embarrassing than taking your bidet with you to the office, you go into the bathroom and you spray it and it lands all over the toilet seat, maybe on the floor, and now you've created a mess. So practicing at home a few times before you actually take that on the road with you, if, you, if this is your first time using a bidet, a portable bidet, it's good to get practice. And the other component is you can't shake it off. <laughs> you, you just can't shake it off. You need to pat dry. So the question is, you can't avoid necessarily toilet paper or using a towel or something. You need to make certain that, that the area is dry, correct? Yeah, it's really important to make it dry, but it's also important. Dry is really important. Wet and dry is always a combination. Wet is a good moisturizer. Dry is a good dry to prevent infection. So you always think can't have one without the other. So the same sort of thing about the area, whether you pat it dry or, or use a towel, because remember, once you've done a bit of cleaning in that front area, it's clean. It's been washed down, it's clean. You don't need to use harsh soaps or anything like that. So you can just pat it dry, even with a towel. But the other thing that's important is, you know, this is your own personal use instrument. Now, no sharing without cleaning. It's like sharing anything. You don't want to share this with anyone else. If you go there and say, oh, it's fabulous, Come, just use this up. I've just finished, just use this. If someone else is going to use it, they've got to clean it with soap and water. They've got to dry it properly and then they can use it as well. We don't so want- Toothbrush, it's like your electric toothbrush. You wouldn't put that in the guest bathroom and allow your guests to borrow. Well, I hope you wouldn't do that. And it's a very personal product. Yeah. So we want to make certain that we keep that personal. You, you spoke about cleaning the bidet. So it's your personal use. I always, I clean my portable toothbrush um, regularly. I'm imagining that we ought to encourage cleaning the bidet as well, correct? 
Well, it's interesting you talk about comparing it with toothbrushes because, you know, our mouths are far more full of organisms than our vulva and our vagina are. I mean, our mouths are, you know, people say a microorganism home. So cleaning your toothbrush is really important and also cleaning the bidet, but it just, it just needs to be cleaned with soap, little soap because it's hard to get soap out, but little soap and water. And one of the reasons why soap is very good, as we know now, even in these environments of the pandemic, is lots of viruses use, use fat to keep them alive. And soap gets rid of the fat, keeps them alive. So we want to make sure that it's personal use and, we're use, and when we use it, we also have to remember that it has to be cleaned and it has to be cleaned regularly if you're using this bidet. Yeah, multiple times during the day, you want to make sure that you take the appropriate safety measures, uh, personal safety measures with that bidet. So I think that's really important advice. The, um, with respect to the portable bidet and after its use, um, there's probably an argument to be made that we can't expect the bidet to solve all of our problems, right? So it is for cleansing, but to keep that area hydrated, we want to think about moisturization because if the area is well hydrated, if your vulva and outside your vagina are well hydrated, then it will keep the mucosal tissue out in that area moist and it will keep it intact. Yeah, well, it's the coolest season now and we all know how dry our skin and our lips out of the mucosas, our eyes get in this time of year, it's pretty drying. And so it's important if you've wet it down, you've probably removed the top layer of the moisturization there. So you really do need to replace it. So it's not, it's not a one-stop shop. You need to really rinse and then gently dry and then moisturize. But one of the beautiful things is if you do it in that process, you decrease the amount of rubbing. Because if you go to the bathroom and you have a, a wee, pee and then you rub really really hard or you even wipe gently it's still rubbing on a sensitive area but if you can rinse it down it reduces the rubbing and allows you to pop some moisturization on in a relatively um, less sensitized time because otherwise you've rubbed it and you haven't got rid of everything and then you, you're rubbing in some moisturization and, and, and it's it doesn't immediately feel better. So when we think about the, um, the opportunity that the bidet provides to us, there are, there's a lot of opportunity here. So it's easy to use. It's healthier for a woman to use the bidet compared to lots of toilet tissue or wipes that she may use in that region. And it's also really good for the environment might also reduce the con your personal consumption of toilet paper. So you purchase the bidets, maybe you purchase several of them for um, one for home use, one that you carry with you. But the point is that you're not loading up on toilet tissue and you're saving the environment. So that those are all really important points with the bidet. And it actually may help uh, with some of your itching and burning and irritation in the vaginal and vulva region. And of course, water is a natural product, which is very useful too. So for those of you that are listening to this podcast, stay tuned for part two and why the, um, the moisturization comes into play, the regimen of care, because it is truly a regimen of care. We will have more to come from Love 
Mia Vita. We want to thank you for listening today. Deb, it's always great to have these conversations with you. Yeah, Jerry, thank you for, uh, for talking with me about it. We hope the listeners, if you've got any queries, please go to our website and go to the chat box, ask some questions. We're there for you.